Hey y'all, I'm Bianca and I'm Shawnee and you're listening to Mindful BS, a weekly discussion about how we mindfully navigate through life's BS, the major, the minor, and everything in between. So you ready? Let's do it. You know, somebody ever sent you a message, right? And you you know you don't want to respond with words, but you don't know exactly which emoji face is the best one to send. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. While we're recording, that's what you're trying to figure out. Yeah, I mean, listen, some people, you just got to respond regardless of the time. Well. What? Nothing. How are you today? I'm fine. I risked my life to go get you. Thanks. And we're back recording, and mm-hmm. it's fine. Y'all, let me just explain to y'all. I'm so hungry right now. Bianca <laughs> ate two veggie burgers <laughs> in my face. Okay, we had this whole debate on the way here about if we should get coffee. No, but there's tea, blah, 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 blah. We get here, she make her a nice cup of tea. I'm still parched. My mouth dry as fuck. Okay. First of all, Shiny is not a guest over here, Okay. If Shani wanted tea, she should have got herself up and made some tea. If she wanted a veggie burger, I offered. Which I didn't. She didn't. I even offered before she took 20 minutes to figure out what she wanted to eat on DoorDash or whatever. I'm like, hey, Shani, you should probably look and see what I have first before you do that. Then I offered to make her a mushroom milk. <laughs> like, I'm trying over here, Okay. I, you know, I don't know about y'all, but y'all know how there was a little snowstorm this weekend. Fast forward to Sunday. Sunday is our record day. As I was just talking to y'all about how I was telling Bree how she got to be dedicated and committed. Me and Shiny are also dedicated and committed. So, even though, you know fairly inclement weather conditions out there still wanted to make sure we got it done so i had to brave the storm i got stuck in my driveway and i had to get it out and like usually when i was married my ex-husband always had to get my car out the driveway because i could never do it like never always got stuck this time it got stuck but guess what y'all i got it out so I felt real accomplished and I was able to go get shiny even though when I got to her street <laughs> I had to walk she had to walk cause I did get stuck no you guys my street is so bad like I don't even think they even like they did they didn't nothing. even think about yeah which is ex- the main reason why I couldn't even drive here myself today yeah so I have this picture of her walking down the street she doesn't wow. know <laughs> braving the storm you're so embarrassing but yeah here we are so, how are you? I'm hungry <laughs> and I'm thirsty. <laughs> there's water, there's tea. Okay. You know, help yourself. Be my guest. Be my guest, even though you're not a guest. Okay. All right. All right. Well, how was your week? Um, um it was okay. Oh, I got that big, that big blessing. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Shouldn't be like that. I just had a nice cup of tea. <laughs> With honey in it. That honey was supposed to soothe your throat. <laughs> Coach your throat. Anyway, so let me guys give you guys a mini testimony. So as y'all know, um, 
I have two degrees. So, obviously, degrees cost money, money. Big money. Right. <laughs> so, um, after completing my master's, I basically got a shit ton of student loans. So, I had them in forbearance for, like, at least <laughs> the last two or three years. <laughs> and I literally had one more year of forbearance because whatever program I signed up for, I had one more year. So, I'm going to go re-sign up for my final year. And they like, oh, girl, boom, no, you got to start paying, like, repaying now. So, honey, y'all, they talking about a $789 (laughs) monthly payment. $789. Who's paying that? Who's paying that? Who's paying $700 a month? Who's paying that? Like, I opened that mail like, girl, fuck you. Like, that's a mortgage. Like, that's someone's rent. That shit is actually more than my mortgage. Like, who's paying that? So, I was like, okay. So, I'm not about to pay two mortgages. But, obviously, you know... As put together bitches, I stress the importance of good credit, financial responsibility, and things like that. But at this point, your homegirl ain't have an extra $780 to be given to those student loan people. So, I was stressed out about it, and I had just decided one day, like, you know what? I can't worry about it. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm going to just give it to God, like he gonna work it out so i'm just going to pray that things work themselves out fast forward because i couldn't apply for the forbearance again i I was able to apply for a new repayment plan so they took a couple weeks to get back to me but they finally got back to me and they were like okay 215 dollars a month okay which was definitely more reasonable right but again, your homegirl still ain't got an extra $215 to be making a new $215 bill. Mm-hmm. So, at my job, they have a student loan repayment assistance program. Which is amazing. Which is amazing. Like, I've never worked for a company that I've had that before. So, basically, with their program... If you're an employee and you've been there, I don't know exactly. I think you can, you're actually eligible. It's maybe like, I don't know how long, but fairly soon. Yeah. Um, the job will pay $170 a month for up to 10 years and up to $10,000. That's amazing. So because my job is paying $170 a month, I now only have to pay the difference, which is like $50. Look at God. Look at God. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? So that's my testimony to y'all. Don't stress. Whenever you find yourself in an issue, it's best. What they say, if you work, you can't worry about it. If you worry about it, you either going to worry about it or give it and I can't Bruh, remember what are you saying? Like, I can't remember what the exact phrase is, but it, it's basically <laughs> saying that you can't worry or it's not going to let your, it's not going to work out. Like you have to get completely give it to God and trust and have faith that he'll oh, work you have it to, out Yeah, you have you. to walk in complete faith. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just what but it it's, is. But it's actual saying that's something about worrying, but whatever. Y'all know what I'm saying. <laughs> Y'all get the point. <laughs> you stop. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing your testimony. Yes. Um, the people probably want to update on ballet. Oh. Yeah, so we did go to <laughs> ballet. 
it was better this week. It wasn't as great as the first week. So work in progress. I'll keep you guys updated. But we still went, even though it was snowing, because I knew that if we didn't go, Brie was going to take that as she won. And mm-hmm. I couldn't let her win. And I also gave her that long speech about dedication and commitment. So we had to go. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, My week was pretty normal for the most part, I feel like. Um, Took my sewing out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, y'all. No, this is really important because when this new year started, I remember calling Bianca or texting her and her, telling her, like, I really want to take my sewing out. I feel like I just want to go into the new year, like, completely just, you know, natural in my natural natural state but you know the way my life was set up I couldn't take it out and do my hair (laughs) and go to work the next day so I had to thug it out but I'm just this sounds little to y'all but I'm actually very happy that this weave is out of my head right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it is what it is don't judge me I still gotta do something to it but progress progress has been made yeah but work was good Amaya's off the chain off like completely off the charts but she, yeah like she she's talking non-stop <laughs> which i still love it everyone says like you're gonna hate it because eventually this won't stop talking yeah. i still like it but it's just nice to see her like finally starting to put like words into sentences now because oh, you know cute. at first it's just like my no yeah. mommy come here i want but like now it's like actual sentences where i ask her questions and she's like understanding what i'm asking and giving me an answer so i'm just really excited about that that's good. but that's it oh one more thing my end of year i had it this week and it was bomb as fuck and i just wanted to share because it's end of year time we talk about career bs and my review was bomb and i just like i just it made me almost teary-eyed to feel like dang they thought I did that bomb. They thought I was this bomb this year. Oh, yeah. For you guys who are always wondering, like, what the hell is end of year? Typically, at a lot of at a lot of jobs, some jobs don't have them, but at a lot of jobs, every year there's, like, an annual review type of process where they literally just look over, your like, your production, what you contributed to the company or whatever. And sometimes some jobs have ratings. Like, my job, they give you, like, a rating and then that review, that rating, then affects your bonus if your job has a bonus and your raise for the upcoming year. So that's what she's referring to us end of year. Yes. So <laughs> basically, I mean, off my review, I'm just expecting a very good year this year. <laughs> and I'll just leave it at that. Yo, we haven't had our end of years yet, but the vibe in the office has been... So interesting. It always gets interesting, like, around review time. Right, because people on edge, like, yeah. so. We'll have to talk about that. Yeah, we will. Okay. Okay, but anyway. Pop culture? Yes. Okay. So, basically, I know you've seen Soulja Boy take over the internet this Yes. Week. I actually enjoy all the Soulja too. Boy stuff. I'm not going to lie. I did, too. I mean, honestly... Maybe his delivery was funny and comical, but, you know, some of the stuff he was saying was actual factual, you know? He was one of the people who started those internet trends, and he did. He made hot songs, for real. Think about Soulja Boy's Soulja Boy had some hot songs. Like, he had some hits, for real. Like, I honestly feel like Soulja Boy was one of the first artists to introduce, like, 
to let me say reintroduce like dance culture back with hip hop because yep. you know he had the whole little so the whatever that you watch me cranking yeah. yeah like he brought like you know what I mean yeah I don't know I agree with him though a lot of the stuff he was saying now he he low key trolling people now though because yeah. I guess Ariana Grande just came out with a song yeah I mean it do sound like pretty do you think so she was like though. trolling him kind of I mean I don't think so I feel like that wasn't her intentions but you know. Okay, cause he's he. I seen that he like retweeted or tweeted like, her like give me my you would, or no you the one I, you would think <laughs> <laughs> yeah you would think yeah he is wilding but I'm here for it though I'm not gonna lie yes oh is it good yeah it's really good I wish I had some tea it's a little cold though okay you could go to get you some there's a nice box also I actually told Shani yesterday like hey. I went to the store and I got some tea. I thought of you when I got this tea because I thought we could drink it, you know, while we're recording. She didn't even care. Did you say that? Yep. I don't remember that girl. Well, Paige was here, so. Okay. Um, Paige, do you remember when she said that? Great. Because she was like, that's Next. cute. All right. Hey, but the Soulja Boy thing, I'm actually really enjoying some of the memes, too. The memes. Yeah, that's why I brought The memes are up. great. The memes are great. Like, I've seen one that's like, your job be like, can you stay late? <laughs> you. Late. Late. <laughs> 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 hey, one, you won't notice unless you live, like, in the Cleveland area. Yeah, but it was like um the dude says like where you at i'ma come through the girl like i live on eddie road he like eddie road <laughs> wait wait oh, oh my goodness God. so no, good i see one it was a while <laughs> yo baby daddy oh, can God. i follow the kids i'm like <laughs> Follow the kids. The kids. The kids. What you mean, bro? What? Yeah. Huh? You mean my kids? My kids. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. The internet had a field day with that. That was hilarious. Okay. All right. Um. Future. Being a bitter baby daddy. So, I only. I only know about one part. Is this like something that is like a long? Was he like ranting or something? I mean, he went on an interview and he basically, I didn't see the interview, but the the key takeaways, two of them. One, he said, I'm commenting on Sierra and Russell Wilson. He said, Russell Wilson, do whatever Sierra say. Now that That's part, not on, like, I what? don't disagree. What's the problem? But like... Maybe everybody else should fall in line. (laughs) No, I don't know if that's true because obviously I don't know their relationship. But even if that was the case, like, what do you care? Like, you're not with her. He's not like whatever works for their relationship works for their relationship. Then he were he was talking about. I guess he never formally met Russell Wilson, and he feels like he should have met him when they did when Sierra did try to meet him get them to introduce each other they were already married and he was like y'all already did everything now so he was being petty and he didn't want to but sierra said that she did try to meet get them to meet beforehand and future was being petty now obviously we don't know exactly what happened or who was being but obviously i do feel like you know as a parent i do want to meet who's gonna be around my kid mm-hmm. 
just because, like I said in previous episodes, I mean, I need to know. I need. I like to know who my child is around. So yeah. I need visuals. I need, you know, just a vibe. Yeah. I need to know. You know, I would want to know. Now, if you were the person who prevented yourself from meeting interaction based off your own petty intentions, you can't complain. Yeah. Like, if she was like, hey... You know, I think things are getting serious. And then you was like, no, I ain't. You know, like, he wasn't interested. And then until it was too late, then that's on you. But if I do feel like, you know, when one parent is getting into, about to introduce somebody into their kid's life permanently, then they do need to let the other parent have the opportunity to meet them. Yeah, I would. I agree. If that was the case, like, if... There was no opportunity for him to meet Russell before they got together or not even before them getting together because that doesn't matter before Russell meeting the future. Yeah. Then I do feel like that's kind of messed up. Like, you know, at least present an opportunity. But if he had an opportunity and he just chose not to take it, then it's kind of like I'm not going to put my entire life on hold because you, you want to be difficult. I agree. So, but it, like, is this, is he still going on about it? <laughs> I mean... I guess, but you know, uh, Russell Wilson, classy ass, just gonna upload a picture of the two kids kissing, like all that matters. Aww. Then Sierra uploaded a picture, like rides above. So, you know, they ain't on that. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. I'm still, you know what? I'm here for Sierra. I, I actually like Sierra. And I kind of feel like. The whole situation, again, we only know what we see. Yeah. Seemed kind of fucked up in the first place, though, okay? <laughs> yeah. Because you just reminded me that Future wasn't even there when Baby, <laughs> Baby Future, was, Future born. was born. I remember she was so committed to the relationship. She had dreads in and shit, faux locks. <laughs> <laughs> she was meeting she the other baby mamas. They was taking group yes, pictures together. Like, she, she really tried. She was. And you know, for whatever reason, it seems like he wasn't able to, you know, get it together. She's moved on. Her and Russell seem happy. Happy. The kids seem happy. I agree. You know. Sorry, future. Sorry. Hmm? You're good, love. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the Rob Kardashian and Alexis Sky thing. Now this I don't know anything about. All right. So last weekend, apparently there was some drama in the club between Alexis. Guy and Black China. Okay. So they were about to get into a physical altercation. Apparently, Black China threw a drink on Alexis Sky in really? her section. So Alexis wanted to fight, and they showed like a clip of her like trying to go after her and Black China running. No way. Yeah. How's she gonna throw the drink in there? Right. right. Whatever. Anyway, so you know they going back and well. Alexis on the internet, like, come outside, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to fight, blah, blah. Anyway, in the midst of all of that, Rob Kardashian, next day, Rob Kardashian comment under, under Alexis' picture, like, I've been wanting you forever or something. Next day after that, she on Rob Snap cooking dinner. Really? Talking about dinner for Bay. Shit just escalating. Quickly. No, do you think maybe they were already talking and hadn't publicized it? And maybe that's why Black China was mad in the first place. No, I don't really know. I don't know. Rob said him and Alexis have been knowing each other for five years now, though, because people were trying to say they was just on that petty shit, mm-hmm. and he was like, "No, like I've been new home, girl." So mm-hmm. I don't know. 
But now that Black China is in the picture, he taking it like he's gonna take the moment to express interest and like that's what I rub said. it in her face. That's what I said. So he was still okay being petty. That's what I think too. But it was interesting. We'll see how that pans out. Hmm. Oh, oh, you were right. What? Uh, Trey Songs and what's her name? Yeah, I told you. Yeah, I told you. I didn't know. They actually gonna look cute together too. I seen the video of them together. So maybe I'll take my words back when I said I hope it's not true. <laughs> oh, Rob is also coming back to keeping up with the Kardashians. You know how he's been gone for a minute? Will he back now? He lost weight? I guess, I don't know. But he gonna be on the show. I literally have not like physically seen him, but he was like in hiding, literally in I hiding. Know. But the girls, Kim Court Chloe, were on um Watch What Happened Lives and they said that it, he was coming back to the show. We'll be seeing more of him on the show this season. Hmm. The socks not selling well. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, the checks he need a check. <laughs> he needs the check. And you know them; they family over everything. So I'm sure if he just need a check, they're like, okay, well, just so we can add him in. Yeah. Okay, you can do the episode with Dream. Yeah. Um, at the party. Mm, yeah. I'm here for it. I always like Rob though. Me too. Like he seemed cool. He just seemed like one of those, when I'm wrapped up in these women, I'm wrapped up in these women type men. Yeah, and he clearly has a thing for, like, what's the right word to look for? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Alexis guy kind of strikes me as a, um... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never mind, ahead, I'm not going to say it. Because I don't know these people, and I don't want to judge, but... Obviously, you know there are some women who are very strong... Um, and when they find a man that maybe isn't as strong, strong, they know that they can easily manipulate them, get over on them, control the situation. Yes. Now, for all we know, Rob just might be into, you know, a stronger woman. He has no issue being the more submissive person in a relationship. (laughs) But, I mean, it's just interesting. Yeah. Mm. I thought so. <laughs> okay, y'all. I can't do this. I cannot do it. So, y'all, my screen door is broke. Somebody broke it when they were trying to move something out of my house, and now it like when the wind blows, it just like opens and then slams really. But it's so unexpected, so and it's you scary think sometimes. somebody will be coming to the door, but really it's not, and everybody's freaking out. Like, sometimes it's nothing, but sometimes it's, like, really creepy. Yeah. It's been creepy because it's been colder, so the winds have been heavier. Like, even this morning, Brie was like, Mom, so, yeah, that's really creeping me out. And it's, like, kind (laughs) of gloomy outside. You know what I mean? It's, like, a whole vibe that's just, you know, a lot. But So, sorry about that. Um, I almost just choked on my water, girl. You good. Okay. Drake. Doing a Vegas residency. Are you here for it? Wait, he is doing one? Yeah. So what exactly is it when they do a residency? So basically, it's like they have a location that they perform at. They have to have several dates. I think they have to do like at least minimum 10 shows a year mm-hmm. at whatever place that they're residing. Mm-hmm. But his is like 10 years and a $10 million deal or something. In Vegas. In Vegas. Okay. Um, I'm here. I mean, I don't have a reason not to be here for it, I guess. Me neither. I mean, I just feel like that'll, you know, bring people 
It's just interesting because most people don't do those until like. That's what I was thinking too, right? I thought I was tripping. I was like, I feel like people do that like later on in their career. Yeah. But, I mean, Typically, like after they're done creating new music and it's like, all right, I'm a legend. Let me yeah. go ahead and just keep the checks coming in, do a residency. Um, and I feel like usually they tend to like actually live in Vegas during yeah. that time as well. But yeah. it makes sense. Like Vegas isn't far from That's what I'm California. Saying. So it seemed like cool. I mean, it's cool. I feel like it's gonna be lit. I feel like it's gonna bring people. I mean, people already going to Vegas, but you know, yeah, for like a Drake for, show, for yeah, sure. for a Drake show, yeah, like it's lit. Yeah, I'm here for it. Interesting. Ten million dollars, ten years, a yeah. million a year. Yeah. How minimum many shows ten, a year? Minimum ten. Ten shows a year. That's not One bad. One show a month, and yeah, like depending that's not on bad. How you do it. No, that's not bad at all. Actually, yeah, I'm here for it. Okay. All right. And then Go ahead. I think the last thing I showed you pictures from Tammy and Waka Flocka finally getting like officially married. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get to show you what I really wanted to show you, which was her dress that I didn't really like that much. So, wait, you said officially getting married? Yeah, so, you know, I mean, not officially getting married, but having a, a wedding. ceremony. Wedding. Yeah, because um, she had made a post that they said that they were going to, if they made it to five years, then uh-huh. they would do the whole ring ceremony thing, mm-hmm. which they did, which obviously. So I mean, cute. Uh, that's what my ex and I would have done, but we ain't making it. <laughs> <laughs> the wedding looked nice. It really did. Like, it looked pretty. I just wasn't here for her dress, so. Was it like uh, Kim Bellis? No, it was like very like exposed, and her body like she looks great. Like it wasn't even she has a, an amazing her, body. Yeah, like she's amazing cold. Body. Like, but just for a wedding, I I just felt like it was like too much for a wedding, like too sexy for a wedding. And you know, I'm here for sexy, but I just felt like it was. Really? Yeah. So you don't have a picture? No, I can't find it. I thought I would have took a screenshot, but we'll recircle back. I'll have Shiny uh, look at it later if I find it, and then she, you can comment. But I did want to say that I thought their ceremony and stuff looked very nice. Yeah. And that I did like the idea, you know, it's, if you never had the ceremony, you, you make it to a milestone. Yeah. You have the ceremony. I remember that's what, like, well, I think they did have a ceremony, but remember Doug, um, Jackie, Christie on... Um, they had a fucking ceremony. They did one every, every year. year. I kind of like that though. Of course you would. I think that's cute. Of course you would. That's it's like a it's like because obviously when you're in love and you're married or in a relationship, it can be extremely extremely easy to forget to celebrate the yeah. love and the connection that you have. And I feel like having that little ceremony or celebration every year is just like a reminder. Like, hey. You know, maybe we had some ups and downs, but we made it another year. And people have their anniversary, but people aren't really, like, they don't really do stuff for anniversaries. Let's be real. You right. You right. I agree. So, future man, just know. You might as well prepare, be prepared because I might want a small ceremony oh, every here, year. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. And if you swipe back, you'll see, like, a video. So, it looks like she didn't want the person recording her in this video mm-hmm. either. Um, 
Well, if she likes it, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. A, it's a lot for me. Yeah. I can't see the full back. It looks like the back I would be into. Yeah. Because it looks like the back is out, and I'm always I'm always here for an exposed back. But the like stomach stomach on the wedding dress it's not my style yeah it's just not my style either yeah i would have liked that material if it would have covered the whole me too right it would have been super then with just the exposed back yeah with the exposed back it would have just been great yeah actually probably would have been a bomb dress if she just had like this little part right here showing and then this part was covered Covered up yeah because even like the the part in between the cleavage would have been fine but it's just the, the, the stomach. stomach, yeah. But girl, you you snatched her them. body is nice. Yes. Though. All right. But that's all I got for the pop culture. All right. Ready for meeting of the minds? Yes. Dun dun dun. What are we talking about today? So, but today we're actually going to be talking about double standards in like relationships, sex, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really interesting because I forgot what story you shared with me. It was some story about like somebody possibly dating a guy. Mm. It was something I can't remember of how we got to this episode. Topic. Yeah, no. Remember we were watching Ninety Day Fiance and the guy was in his confessional. And remember they had just got married and he had just got caught cheating, um, signing up for dating episodes. Oh, and he was like, the crazy part is I think I still have that video. <laughs> yeah, like legit. I'm pretty sure I still have the video. And he's like, she's my wife. She should try to work it out and understand. What, nigga? You know what? I don't know if this video has that part in it, though. No, never mind. I'm not even going to do it. But that is exactly what it is. So yeah. today we're going to talk about um, double standards. And we've we've discussed double standards before, but hopefully today we can kind of expand on them and really discuss... Um, and acknowledge how double standards can affect people's like mental states, mm-hmm. the way we view things as a society, and generationally. Yes. So, okay, cool. So first on the agenda, well, we might as well just start with the the cheating thing. Yeah. So I think it's so interesting that when a man cheats on a woman, he's really expecting her to forgive him for his indiscretions, work through it, be understanding. But it's, if a woman cheats on a the man, then it's, oh, no, she's shocked. Yeah. She has to go. Yeah. There is no understanding. And we already know, like, the... We've, I feel like we've talked about this before, and people always say, well, like, it's not the same. It's not the same because for men, it's purely physical, and for women, it's more emotional. emotional. And I get what people are saying as far as, like, someone cheating for physical reasons and emotional reasons, but it's still a double standard because a man could also cheat for emotional, emotional reasons, reasons, and right. a woman could also cheat purely for physical yeah. reasons. Like on some, I love you, but the sex is just <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I'm not satisfied. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it because I was one of them super faithful type people mm-hmm. like I'm talking about like there was no way that I would even think like when I was with my ex-husband I would imagine somebody just walking with their eyes down because like didn't even see anybody but my ex-husband so cheating just really is one of those issues where I'm like no I really just can't understand yeah. it's so hard I mean it's so easy to be 
committed and faithful. Right. So for me, I just like if I'm not enjoying the sex, then I just need to exit the relationship. I don't even have to cheat. Like I'm all for just eliminating the issue, doing what needs to be done before cheating. Right. Well, I can say this. Me being someone who is is so interesting because, well, you guys probably already can tell this by now, and I've talked about it before, I feel like people can have multiple soulmates. I think those soulmates come in different forms. I think that it's possible to be in love or love more than one person at the same time. I'm just, I view things a little bit different. I have been in several relationships where I've been like, hey, so... This is what it is. I feel like I'm not getting this or whatever. Are you able to provide that? <laughs> and if you are not, then I'm like, okay, well, I would love to still be with you because what we have is great, but I want you to know that there may be someone else fulfilling that specific part of me. If you don't agree, then we can separate. We can break up. If you cool with it, then hey, wow. we have an understanding. What? No, I've just never been there in that situation before. So I'm just trying to imagine how that conversation plays out. I mean, it's typically, I don't, I feel like guys always look at me like, well, not look at me or on the phone or however it is, but just be like, so basically what you're telling me is that you want to keep me. But you also want someone now. <laughs> yes, that's what I would hear. And, but I respect the open lines of communication. And that's what I think it all comes down to. Mm-hmm. Um, there definitely is a double standard in cheating, which I don't think it's okay. But the fact of the matter is we should be able to communicate with our partners. I mean, somebody that we're in a relationship with that we, if you guys aren't like in a serious relationship, should like them at least respect them love them enough why you're sharing your body with them so why can't you have a conversation to say hey i'm not being you know what i mean like yeah maybe i love you you're great physically i'm not attracted to you or physically i need more or hey i just don't want to do this anymore yeah which is all fine and you are you're allowed to express that yeah to people i think people just get lost and feel like I can't say that because it ultimately might not play out the outcome that I want. So yeah. instead of saying it, that's why they'll just resort to doing what they want because it's like, well. Yeah. And I think because I used to be like that where I was very secretive. It's just I'm just not getting to a pace where I'm like being open and just like communicating how I feel because at the end of the day, like. Who the fuck wants to live in secrecy? I know, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, who wants to have to keep secrets, hide, lie? It's just no fun. It's not. And then you got to remember. It's just not good. Yeah, it's not. But the moral of this one is, is that there's definitely a double standard. And men, you cannot cheat on us and expect for for us to hold you down if you're not going to be willing to do the same thing for a woman. Exactly. Flat out. (laughs) (laughs) but you brought up a good point because i like how you said it should be easy to have those conversations but a lot of times people don't because it may not play out the way they want to because so i always feel like that's the case with like even certain sexual acts yeah like for example if okay 
we talked about this before. A threesome, like a guy will be okay with having two women, right? Right. And he's going to expect for those two women to engage in things. And it's okay for her to be bi, first right. and foremost. And it's okay for them to, to do whatever to each other, right? Right. But, for example, if a man wants to do, not even with another man, but like certain sexual acts. Like, for example, all right, this is a... I'm trying not to say the words because, you know, if you're not 18 or older, <laughs> <laughs> please like turn this off. Listening to this podcast. Just a disclosure, you know, if you're not of age, you know, please exit the podcast <laughs> at this time. I will give you three seconds. Three, two, one. Good. Okay. But, for example, because there was a story I remember you shared it with me and it was like they were trying to say like someone was messing with like a transgender female i might have messed that up but basically someone who has gone through the process to like physically look like a woman but still maintain certain male body parts correct and i was like it's so crazy that people do that and they're like well that's gay and i was thinking about it like but it's weird because the person looks like a woman like yeah you know what i mean like so they're physically attracted to the woman the woman and then I started thinking, like, well, why is it that if you want someone that looks like a woman, then what is it? It has to be just a sexual act. So why not just tell your girlfriend or whatever, whoever the woman is in your life, that you're interested in exploring that? Because a lot of times, listen, I'm okay. So for me personally, <laughs> I'm a no butt play kind of girl. <laughs> like, you don't, I don't like things in my butt. <laughs> oh my I'm not trying to insert things in your butt. You come to me, I honestly, and maybe I'm a part of the problem because I'm telling you, if a man come to me, like, I actually just enjoy ain't no play, I feel like I'm gonna be like, okay, cool, but that's not for me. Like, I'm not gonna be able to give you that because I'm just not into that. I feel like a lot of women might not be into that. <laughs> and that's why it just comes across for men that they would rather do that those kind of acts in secrecy because they feel like it's not going to be well received. Yeah. Which so I guess up, I'm an example of <laughs> not well receiving it. But then there are people like you who are very open to it. So guess in that case (laughs) guys if that's something that you into you need to make sure you have a very unique individual like shiny that's all i'm gonna say i'm sure there's more women that's open to that i was gonna say i just feel like even if a woman isn't if it's something that they're not willing to do i don't even think that the fear comes from a girl being like no like i'm just not into it the fear is more so like I tell you I'm into this. And then you tell other people. You tell other people. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Or it's like, yeah. a, oh, that's gay. You know what I mean? Yeah. X, Y, Z. And it's the same thing with, like, if a man is bi. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, he's gay. Yeah. But if a woman is bi, they don't necessarily view it the same. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's hot. Yeah. It's a turn on. Yeah. And I feel like I'm also. Oh, my God. <laughs> Because I don't believe in bisexual men. I mean, why I do. do you not, not believe in bisexual not men? Saying, not saying no. That's not true. That's not what I want to say. A man can be interested in women 
okay. I, I wouldn't be open to dating a man who considered herself bisexual. Okay. Because so, in my mind, that's that's still gay. Like, I don't care about you being gay. I love the gays. Um, I don't care about you being gay, but like like you said, I'm sharing my body with you. My personal preference is that you only sharing it with me. If you're bi, that means you still got needs or you still are yearning for certain things. So if we're dating and I know that you're a bi male, you're still wanting to mess with guys at some point. Which we all know I'm a serial monogamous. I'm not really into the adding other people's Okay, so question though. Have you ever... But it would go back to the same thing as like a woman. So if you were a woman that was attracted to other women and would potentially even engage in sexual intercourse with other women... How would you feel if a man told you like, nah, because like low-key you buy and... You know, at some points, you may want something from a woman that I can. Right. <laughs> so, right. Like, so I can't be with you because. And that would make sense. That would make sense. You would be salty, though. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I mean, but. <laughs> Double standard. Double standard. Double standard. <laughs> what the fuck? And, then, and I know that's fucked up because that is fucked up, but. That's just my personal stance on it. It is a double standard, but it is what it is. So how do we like, how do we start to break the double standards? If that's even possible. Not break them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. How do we even start to? I guess it just comes down to making people more open-minded or allowing people to have more open conversations about sexual preferences. Y'all into some freaky shit, I know, because I be on Twitter, like, reading some of the shit that people are sexually into that they feel free talking. So, we all know that y'all are on with some freaky shit. So, we need to just start talking about that freak. <laughs> start talking about the freaky oh shit my that gosh. you into. But in a more... A more non non taboo form, yeah. Like, you know, like even with the whole sexuality thing, sexuality is really like a spectrum, and especially in our generation. Like I feel like back in the day, it felt like it was either you were gay or you were straight, mm-hmm. and there was no in between. Obviously, there was like a bi, but it was just like yeah, you like boys and girls. I feel like the sexuality spectrum now is like very wide and people fall between like yeah I mean I don't really like girls like that but I'll entertain girls but you know like I'm not gay but I kinda enter- it's like you fall somewhere in the middle or you fall hard, right hard left mm-hmm. so I just feel like as far as sexuality even from that standpoint we know that that's a thing but nobody's like talking about it yeah. like I wouldn't be like hey if it was hypothetical, because y'all, I don't want y'all to be in on. But hypothetically, it would be weird for me to be like, hey, Shani, you know, I really do like girls, but I don't like them like them. Like, I don't want to be in a relationship with them, but I would entertain messing with a girl. So if I was to say that to you, I feel like you would be like, oh, this bitch gay. No. No, you wouldn't be. I wouldn't because I'm, you know I'm not that friend. You wouldn't be because you on the open spectrum. But, like, another friend would be like, oh, so you're gay. But then I would be like, well, no, because, like, 
I'm not I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with them I don't want to have emotional connections with them I'm literally just physically attracted to the act of having sex with another Mm -hmm. woman I could say that and like you said a guy could be like well that's bi you you want to mess with another woman or your friends could be like no like that's that's gay so you're obviously just not having the conversation with either one of them yeah for fear that they're going to react in those ways that we just discussed. Mm-hmm. We definitely have to start having more conversations and not being so quick to judge yes. or to classify. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's what it is because we're so... And that's just how our, our brains work. Yeah. When something happens, we automatically want to relate it to a title, a word. A stigma, a, something. It has to be attached to something. So that our brains can better process or understand it. But yeah. the fact of the matter is, is that when we do that, you automatically stereotype a person, a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before really getting to getting, know what the situation yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But that even brings me up to uh, a double standard that... I've been talking about with uh, one of my friends along the lines of, like, providing when you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of having this, not it was a discussion, and he was saying, like, he doesn't think that it's right that when people are in a relationship, it's okay for a woman to expect a man to pay everything or, you know, pay for all the dates, take care of everything. But that if a man expects for a woman to do that, like, then he wrong. Yeah. Well, ultimately, (laughs) I feel like that comes down to being a preference thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like a couple thing. There are women who like, um, if you don't plan on providing for me, I don't want any parts of it. Yeah. And they are upfront and honest with that. Like, if you can't do this, this, and this, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just not what I'm looking for. That's just not what I'm looking for. Yeah. I ain't never met a man who came up front like (laughs) So, I ain't really trying to do shit. (laughs) I know you got a good ass job. So, what I'm thinking is, you take care of me. I take care of your other needs like the D. Maybe maybe I cook for you a couple times. But that's what I'm looking for. Because that shit sounds ridiculous. Now, are niggas doing that shit? Absolutely. Okay, but question, is it wrong for a man to say, you know what, I would prefer to be a house husband? Is it wrong? No. But is it something that is going to be looked, depending on who your partner is, is going to be looking at you sideways? Yes. Definite double standard. Yeah, it's definitely a double. Because I feel like that's more generational, too, though. Because yeah. I just feel like the way generations before us were, were raised the man was always i mean that's like a society thing we view the man to be the provider the yeah. breadwinner but that's because back in the day that's women what, could not even work yeah, so the man had, had to, to be the that. the provider correct ultimately i mean <laughs> i'm not one of those my man has to provide for me absolutely a whole hundred leads type of girls now would it be but i also feel like it's because i'm independent but also like we said it earlier and i don't know if we were even filming we we weren't i'm independent because by choice but also by circumstance Mm -hmm. so i can't say that if a guy was to come and like you know what i want to take care of this this and this that i would be like 
oh, no, it's cool. I got it. I probably will be like, okay, go ahead and handle that. But I'm not expecting a partner to come in and take care of me because yeah. I can take care of myself. Now, now, I'm not taking care of nobody either. <laughs> so I just want to put that clear. I'm not either. You're coming to contribute or you're just not in the picture. Yeah. But um, I, I feel like me and my partner, we could work some kind of arrangement out. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it was necessarily be 50-50 either. Just, I do believe a man should have the want to provide, you know, the want to be the provider in the household. But, like I said, it's a personal preference because I know there's couples who do the 50-50. I know there's couples where the man is solely providing. The woman just has her money to save or buy like maybe the the woman saves her money for like their vacations and their savings and things like that and the man provides all the household things yeah or maybe the man like pays for like the house and the cars and the insurance and the woman pay like the utilities whatever whatever work for them but I do know it definitely does come across negatively when a man like I'm just trying to <laughs> take care of the household <laughs> and then a woman because if a if a woman say that you not you barely think twice about it you just, just like, like okay, oh, okay. She, she wants me, me yeah, she wants me with the kids yeah. yeah but if a guy do it it's like oh he lazy <laughs> oh he a bum. Mm-mm. You know what else? I uh, is a double standard in parenting. Like dads get credit for so much shit that if the mother do it, it's like, oh yeah, she just supposed to do that shit. That's but true. But when the dad do it, it's like, oh, it's who the dad did her hair. He did his daughter hair. Bravo! I do my daughter oh my hair gosh, every single it. day. <laughs> he gave her a bath. All right, that's his kid. We're not about to keep applauding fish for swimming, okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> Fathers are supposed to be parents, too. Anything that they do for their child as a parent should be looked at as some shit that you're supposed to do as a parent. Yeah. Not all extra. Even, like, little shit like the dad will take the daughter to the a doctor's appointment and the doctor be like, did you pay her nails? So cute. Then the one, but you as the mom, you take her to the doctor. Do you know nail polish is kind of toxic? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like, doing what? But I, again, I, I do think that goes back again to like generational things or before because women weren't working and men were allowed to work. Women were at home with the kids doing those things. So... It's almost like gender roles, you know what I mean? And the fact that like, oh, wait, he's doing something that's not stereotypically related to a dad's gender role. Is it annoying that they get it propped out? Not for me. In a sense, I get what you're saying, though, like... They should be like as a parent, as a like, parent right. yeah. But I do feel like because people are propping people out or posting it on social media, that it's kind of making it like a trend, which sounds so fucked up. But it's like making more dads want to be like, oh, all right, you know, let yeah. me let me do her here today, or like. So I'm not mad at that part of it. The fact that it's kind of encouraging. Your face right now. I mean, your face right now. <laughs> You're not here for it. It's not that I'm not here for it. It is cute. Like, I love seeing dads be active as fathers and their kids, like, Mm -hmm. in any aspect. So, if that means you are the one that's getting up, 
getting your daughter ready, doing her hair, taking her to school. I applaud the fuck out that shit. Yeah. All I'm saying is, it it is a double standard though because moms are doing that shit every single day and nobody's patting them on the back about doing the shit that they're supposed to do for their kids. That's all I'm saying. Because even when a mom's sick, like, you be sick and ain't nobody like, oh, so you want me to come get the kid for you? They're like, <laughs> damn, that's fucked up. <laughs> Make sure you spray anti <laughs> bacteria, but nobody's like, I bet you if it was a sick dad, somebody would be like, oh, do you want me to come get the kid so that you could get better and recuperate? What? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's interesting. Um, I don't know. I feel like there are so many double standards out there. But the biggest issue is that sometimes we have those ways of thinking or like that programming and we don't even view anything being wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what the really it is. We don't see anything wrong with why we view it like that. But it is definitely so many different ways you can think about certain situations. But we just always go to the most common one. So when we are thinking like, like that's a... I feel like any, like, stereotype or double standard, we're already trained to it. So, literally, that's my first opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we don't mess with that. Like, because we grew up, you, we're trained like that. Yeah. Even just, like, Brie and, like, exposing her to, like, sexuality at, like, a very young age is, like, hard to keep, like, sexuality away from her because it's literally like everywhere even like i could just be watching random show my show and then it's like same-sex couples kissing on the tv screen oh my gosh yes out of nowhere out of nowhere so then she'd be asking me questions like mom i thought boys don't kiss boys and girls don't kiss girls so i be having to have like open ass conversations with her and she's only four but i've decided that as a parent I'm going to have open conversations with her. Like, I'm not going to be one of those sugar coated ass, put some powder on and wrap it up in a bow type mom. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, we're going to talk about things and I'm going to let her know what's going on. Obviously, everything is going to be in, like, age appropriateness and child taste. But I'm not going to be one of those moms who are, like, trying to hide like things from her Mm -hmm. and I do feel like because we're gonna have open conversations when she grows up she's gonna be exposed to more things but she's gonna be able to view them from a more open-minded standpoint yeah I think that's and I think that's the the key to it really is to view things from both perspectives and really try to understand um not just like again our subconscious way of thinking but really stepping outside of you know yeah. the the things that we were taught or the things that were ingrained in us and viewing it from the outside looking in right you know i agree because i think i don't know like when i was having the conversation about the whole 50 50 guy providing women provi- woman providing i kind of had to check myself like okay well wait am i am i saying like you know am i playing into the double standard yeah. or and that kind of came down to like what you said, like for that specific situation, it just depends. It you just have a depends. preference, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's nothing. And I think the key is to let people know, like 
I don't think there's anything wrong with what you want or the way that you're thinking. Um, And I appreciate you sharing that with me or whatever the case may be. But it's just personally not something that like if it's a sexual act that I want to participate in or if it's like the gender role thing, it's not a situation that I would want to. That's not an ideal relationship for me. Yeah. And respecting that person enough to be like, I see what you're saying. I may not agree, but you're entitled to your opinions, and I I respect you for that. Right. But to not bash them, y'all, and don't judge them. Don't judge and don't bash. I think the thing that we really wanted to take away from this particular topic is, yes, there are obvious double standards, but we want you to kind of check it. Like Shani said, check your way of thinking. Maybe if you really evaluated the situation, it might not be such a double standard for you. Like yeah. maybe you can be more open to whatever the topic may be. Yeah. So be open, communicate. It's all key. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, no, that's true. Okay. All right. Yeah. So anything else you want to add to Meeting of the Minds? No, that's oh, it. Okay. So we can go right into self-care share. Um, this week's self-care share is more of a business prop out. Okay. Um, so I share with you guys about me having an eating disorder before. One thing that can result from eating disorders is a lot of reproductive health issues. And in my case, that's what happened to me. So for a long time, I've kind of struggled, struggled with reproductive health issues. Sorry, guys. This one is focused toward women, clearly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, which results in like things like irregular periods and all types of stuff. Um, but since I had my daughter, I don't know what it was about being pregnant, but it literally like put everything right back on track. It's like a miracle. Yeah. Wish I could explain it. Um, but nonetheless, since I've been having to use things like tampons and pads and stuff, actually like regularly now. I started looking into those things and it turns out like a lot of the pads and tampons that we use have like toxic, toxic ass chemicals in it. Like the odor blockers and the different fragrances. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the business I want to share is called the Honey Pot. And I shared with Bianca earlier this year that not only did I want to be more intentional with my time this year, but I wanted to support more black owned businesses and more businesses um, developed and ran by women. Mm. And this business, the Honey Pie, is actually black owned and woman owned. So win win. Right. Um, but basically, I love their tagline. I want to say it's something like um, created by women with vaginas for women with well not women created by people with vaginas for people with vaginas basically women creating feminine care products for other women yeah um they have like pads tampons wipes body washes and it's all plant-based natural and free of the really harmful chemicals that can like throw off your ph you know yeah because people don't notice like the summer's eve stuff Stuff like that that has like a. I do know this, it's, which is why <laughs> I refrain from using Summer's Eve. But those feminine hygiene products, if they're not natural based, I'm not messing with them because they definitely, the littlest thing can throw off a pH balance. And Summer Eve, you thinking you are fresh and 
loaded down there and really <laughs> next thing you know yeast infection <laughs> out of nowhere so be careful with that y'all ladies seriously I, seriously because not everyone's body chemistry is the same so some people may be able to use products like that yeah and, and have no effects and but uh, yeah other people's body chemistry probably won't mix with all the chemicals that are in those products yep so and that's one thing that i'm really excited so i did go out and buy these products they actually have them online just from the honeypots website or target and yeah. i just purchased them myself from target um i can't use the tampons or the pads yet because i just can't walk my cycle sorry tmi but yeah. <laughs> ladies y'all know what it is um but i am excited to use the wash and the wipes and i will let you guys know how those are but if you're like me and you just want to support a black-owned business or a woman-owned business. I mean, even if we, you know, support by buying one product, yeah, you know, let's put some dollars back into our communities. Mm-hmm. Um, and the prices are actually, like, the same as, like, typical, like, always or the Tampax stuff. So it's so not a... Yeah. So, yeah, I'll definitely be checking them out, too, as well. Um, but that's a laugh. All right. So, as always, don't forget to, like, share subscribe rate and comment on this podcast it's a lot i know it's a lot i got it right though but yeah um first off we also really want to say thank you and we really do appreciate your support and just listening to us every week helping us make the show better and i just wanted to say thank you guys yeah for that it means a lot when you guys reach out and let us know that you can relate to the things that we talk about or that you know you needed to hear something that we said like that's the whole purpose of this show so thank you for your support it's crazy like when i go on to check like the the stats for each week's episode like we are constantly getting new listeners so yeah or people's friends that aren't my friends but they reach out to my friends and they say how much they enjoy the podcast that makes me feel great so yeah Yeah. thanks Thanks, again okay but moving on the quote for the week is speak what you seek until you see what you've said and I just feel like this was appropriate because I feel like I've been manifesting a lot of things in my life right now and it was very important for a manifestation quote to end this episode I agree yes. I'm so excited for next week as well me too very excited for next week so yeah I wish I could just tell them you can't tell them yet Okay. We, we're just going to wait. Sorry. And, and you Sorry, know, guys. I'm usually the one that's like, no, just say it. But this time, we just can't say it. Okay. Well, you we'll guys will find out later. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.